everybody to a very special edition of the Talk Colony podcast. Jay and I are here with a very special guest. We're super excited. And Jay, why don't you introduce her? Yes, we are definitely very excited. One of my favorite characters. And you know her as very creepy, evil, horrible, babysitter, tutor, greatest day aficionado, Lindsay or Aaron Way. Welcome, Aaron. Hello. 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 Jay, do you want to talk a little bit about um, Lindsay's uh, adventure? You know, of course. Of course, we get to talk to um, Aaron after the fact. Mm-hmm. We didn't get her before her on our ultimate Untimely demise, demise yeah. Right. But we do know that in the last episode, um, even though it was funny, fun watching her snap at Charlie and get ready to take him out, unfortunately, she gets taken out. And mm-hmm. so brutally, what an innocent murder of such a sweet young lady <laughs> who was doing no wrong, just a Wrong place, wrong teacher. time. Right, right. I have to say, from the very beginning, all the fans thought something's off with this character. And but first, I think primarily it was just the syrupy sweetness. It you know it seemed you know perhaps insincere or not genuine. Not genuine seemed a little robotic. People were like, "Is she human?" You know that kind of thing. Um, from the very beginning. But then it got just more and more the intensity behind it. And then you know we got the creepy adjective going on um so yeah. it just sort of escalated from there so i i just think it's great that her journey just went from you know just sort of super sweet to super yeah. scary i think yeah, that yeah, was yeah. some great development on your part erin <laughs> thank, so. thank you thank you i had a good time it, it, that was a combination of that was mostly you know ryan and the writers and uh mm-hmm how they decided to kind of flesh her out was really um, fun to play with. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we have some questions. We'll start out with um, when you read the final script for Lindsay, what was your original reaction? Guys, I was really bummed out. Actually, actually, I did. That was not how I found out, Um, which is, which is, nice. I mean, that's nobody mm-hmm. wants to open up a script and then be like, wait a minute, what? Um, <laughs> really a bummer. Uh, so I was shooting actually the scene um, where I meet Charlie um, under the bed. Mm. And I um, uh, can't remember. Somebody somebody on, on the set uh, was talking about some, char- some characters being killed off or they were like, you know, nobody's really safe on this show. And then um, I was shooting that scene and in a break, uh, one of Ryan's assistants said, hey, Ryan and Wes would like to meet with you after you wrap today. And I was like, oh, no. And I immediately texted my husband and I texted my manager and I was like, I am getting killed off. And they were like, no, I'm sure I'm sure it's just they're, they're just wanting to have a meeting to say how great you are. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, that's not, that's not a thing. Um, so, uh, so I got on the golf cart and went over there and sat in Ryan's office. And he was like, we chatted a little bit about just, you know, regular stuff. And then on then there was a pause and I was like, so you're killing me, right? And, and, ha- and went. And he was like, yeah, so sorry. So they very kindly told me ahead of time. And, and told me that it was going to be in the in episode eight, 
and um, and kind of explaining their thought process behind it, and um, and and uh, I I had mixed feelings about it. I think originally I was I kind of I thought about it for about a week or so, and then read the script, and um, and I I felt mostly really bad for the fans, and mm. also um, and also was like you know wouldn't it be nicer to the fans if like she kind of maybe you think she's dead but she could maybe not be dead and and uh and he was like yeah no she needs to die and i was like oh. hey, you tried. i tried you i really tried because i was like writing wise and it's just it's just more it leaves more room for the imagination if she, if she's not for sure gone um and I even a couple takes tried like doing a hand switch, and they were like, "Stop!" That's awesome. Stop hands. <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. Good try. Good try. Uh, yeah, I knew I, I knew it was a done deal when um, when Will checks my you know he got, goes down and actually checks my pulse, and I was like, "Well, now I'm for sure dead." So um, yeah, I was bummed. I was bummed because you so rarely get a, a a fun show that gets picked up and brought back for a second season. Um, and a character that's that's enjoyable and a, and a crew that's really fun to work with. That combination is so rare. Um, so I was super bummed not, you know, for it to be a for sure end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. really, really sad. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. I understood the logic behind it. The show's sure. moving to a different place, right. and, and she needed to go. So. Well, I think, well um, it still I sucks. Talk- Jane and I talked about this a little bit earlier. I think it says so much about your your star power and your ability to play this role that all the fans were tweeting about, we got to get rid of this tutor. She's the worst. Get rid of her. You know, all these horrible things, yeah. you know, like, but then when you're gone, there's right. this huge heartfelt reaction. No, Lindsay, no. no. Right. The, the dichotomy there is amazing. And so I think that just says so many great things about the way you play mm-hmm. the role. It's fascinating. So. For sure. Thanks so much. All right, yeah. Jay, what's next? So uh, the night of the episode, Corey Bird um, tweeted out a picture of your murder scene where we <laughs> see on the ground the blood's all over you. But you're giggling, laughing. Something <laughs> funny has happened in the middle of your murder scene. Maybe it was the whole hand twitching thing. What the heck were you laughing about? What happened there? I, I, you know, I have a couple other um, pictures that I need now that it's safe. I can, I think I can tweet them out. Um, of uh, ones of me and the, I'm still laying on the ground, and, and the director Juan Jose is over, like standing next to me. And then there's one of me, Juan Jose, and Katie, um, Sarah. Uh, both standing on either side of me with a thumbs up. So it was it was a hilarious day just because I had to stay laying on the ground because um, if I got up, the blood would run all right. over my. It would ruin continuity. So I was after getting the shot of um, me falling. Then once I was on the ground and they bloodied me all up, um, I was there for a while. So it was just kind of hilarious because um, because they would cut and then I would just have to be laying there. So I was just like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Like it was just everybody thought it was just funny. So that's mm-hmm. probably what I was laughing at because it's just a ridiculous I think situation. That, that picture with you and, and Sarah with thumbs up. I think that'd be pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll post. 
<laughs> I'll post it now um, because it, because I can. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, and that was my last day of shooting. Um, so uh, which you know they don't always shoot in order like that. So right. my last day of shooting was the day that I died. So uh, so I think we were all just kind of having a good time because sure. Cool. You know, it's the last hurrah. What else can so. you do? You don't want to sit around and be depressed about it. So. <laughs> no. Right, right. No, 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 no. For sure. Okay, so going back to the episode in which Charlie burned your greatest day book, how many <laughs> times um, or how many takes was there for the frantic screaming? I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think it was a ton. It was a tricky scene because it involved um, uh, some stunt, um, the, the book, actually a flame um and all of that smoke and everything was it was a very highly um choreographed sequence of events um, like they had to they had to light the book like they couldn't actually have the book go aflame in the in the actual scene itself so a stunt guy kind of lit the lit the book once it was supposed to be on fire so it was very i remember it being a long day because it was kind of a really tricky scene um but I don't think I had to do it very many times. Maybe like six or seven. Okay. Not, not horrible. Um, yeah. And and a lot of the a lot of the, it was broken up. So we did very few that were all the way from beginning to end. So we did a lot of stuff like after I was done screaming and I was just kind of whimpering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was, uh, it was kind of kind of cut out. So it wasn't. They didn't make. They didn't force me to scream. Nothing like horror movie level where you're like having you know, ten right. million times. So it was. It was not that big of a deal. Maybe okay. like six times. Okay. Yeah. Makes you a pro. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Charlie, who who do you think hated or distrusted or disliked you more? Would it have been Katie or Charlie? And on the flip side of that, who do you think Lindsay? distrust or dislike more Katie or Charlie? Um, you know, honestly, I think, uh, I think Katie probably disliked Lindsay more. I, I think Charlie okay. didn't like her, but I think, and this is all, you know, they, they probably personally have different opinions, but, um, <laughs> but I think he found, found her to be annoying and, um, and the the idea of kind of driving her nuts uh, was a game a little bit for Charlie sure. more than an actual uh, life or death situation. Maybe until that final episode where I actually do threaten him. But um, <laughs> up to that point, I don't think he really saw her as that much of a threat. I think Katie definitely was smart enough to know that she could maybe she could do some damage if she wanted to. Um. That only, though, really came to be apparent, I feel like, in the last few episodes, and then Lindsay mm -hmm. was dead. So I don't think um, we really saw uh, the full, like, realization of anybody knowing, like, how much she could maybe be capable of. Sure. Um, and then for, for Lindsay, I feel like... Um, I feel like Charlie actually was a little bit more of a threat, and that's only because I think she pretty much was very confident in her um in her ability to manipulate katie because of the sway and the and sure. kind of the corner that she was being put in um so i think that made 
Lindsay feel kind of confident that that Katie could be handled. That makes Charlie, sense. Yeah, Charlie was a little bit of a of a different situation because um, because uh, he was so manipulative, but then he was also the child, so it was right. a, a power dynamic that was really hard. Like, how do you? You're you're. It's ridiculous to say this child is. A, you know, <laughs> this child here is. You know, right. driving me crazy because I'm gonna be like this little kid. Come on. So I think she definitely saw him as more of a threat. Um, because she didn't have as much leverage over him for mm-hmm. part. And that, that is until, again, until the last episode. And then sure. had it continued on, I think uh, you might have seen a shift in power there with those threats that she threw out. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Can you tell us anything about focused restoration? Because we're wondering <laughs> what the heck that is. You know, I'm wondering what the heck it is. Um, uh, I, I mean, it was there. I said it. Um, I have my own, uh, my own theories. They didn't really tell me. Okay. And I would guess that, uh, that it is a, my guess is that it's a form of brainwashing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that you're essentially um, washed of all your memories so that you don't remember that you have a family or your past or anything. Ooh. And all you remember is that you uh, are a servant to the greatest day, mm-hmm. um, which may or may not have happened to Lindsay. That's a theory you could throw right. out there. Wow, that's uh, very Kind of wondered, right. Yeah, that's my yeah. first thought when you said that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, then, then you, but then you have to kind of question, okay, if she had it done to her, did she know she did? Because she's using it as, as a as threat. A threat. Right. So, um, but, but, but then I would guess that people don't remember when that that happens right. to them. so um that would be my guess because it's a very kind of uh it would make sense with the um with the approach of the cult and uh and it's easier if you just connect you know just disconnect all memory or obligation right. to family or loved ones so that's my guess okay. uh, it definitely sounds bad, bad. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think anybody would want that to happen. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of I guess, but who's to say? I'm sure Ryan yeah. knows, um, but he's not talking about it. Right. Okay. Well, you should know that I will be using that in my everyday life for people that irritate <laughs> me at work. Okay. okay. I already I already told my wife earlier today. I said, listen, if you don't do what I want. I'm sending you off to focus restoration. And yeah, because it doesn't really, matter what it is. It sounds that really didn't, bad. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go over very well. I'm sure that did not go over. No, 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 no. no. She's going to oh. give you some focus time. Now. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about social media for a second. Um, obviously, uh, you you utilize it and you're there. I don't know how much maybe you pay attention to it or read it or go over it, but um, we kind of mentioned it already. And you have to know there are a million people out there that have used wonderful adjectives for Lindsay as creepy, yeah. evil, horrible, rah, 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 on and yeah, on and yeah. on. So does that, are you proud? Does it make you proud? Like, yes, I really, I nailed this crazy Lindsay lady. Or does it even bug you sometimes? Um- Gosh, uh, you know, it's a tricky, it's a tricky line. I feel like the, 
the fans for the most part, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm still kind of new to the Twitter world, but I definitely read the ones that, um, you know, I read the ones that uh, involve Colony and, and, you know, do the live tweeting or whatnot. Um, and uh, for the most part, the fans are really like, while they say, oh, she's so creepy, it's usually <laughs> right. like, that she's so creepy, I can't stop watching. I, I right. hate her, but I keep wanting to watch it. And that makes that makes me really happy because I feel like um, if if I've done my job, then you should think she's super creepy, but then you should also kind of love to hate her. Right. Um, sure. Just every good bad guy should be like mm -hmm. you want you you want them destroyed, but you're also like oh, but they're so good <laughs> and fun to be evil. Um, so there should be that kind of dichotomy. Um, there's obviously some people. It, it was very few. I was actually really surprised once uh, she died that um, there were only a small handful that were like uh, pretty black and white about like right. we're so glad she's dead. I mean, a lot of people were like she pro she was really asking for it, but we're bummed out. Or right. there were only a few that were like uh, you know it's long overdue. She should have died a long time ago. And that's a, that and that you know is like. I, I usually don't hesitate to call them out and be like, dude, that is harsh, man. Like, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like maybe you should just not talk like that. Um, so those kind of things are like, oh, that, I mean, I don't take it personally, but also I think it's a little rude. Um, and then if there's like certain language that's just like really mean, I don't yeah. really appreciate that. But that's just a general like Twitter, Overall, right. uh, Twitter manner that yeah. I feel a little. But, um, for the most part, yeah. I mean, she was supposed to be creepy. That was the intention. Um, she wasn't supposed to be everybody's most loved character. Um, right. So I'm really glad that that was the effect um, that she had because that was what it was intended. So mm -hmm. for the most part, it makes me feel, yeah, good that it came yeah. across the way we all hoped it would. You nailed it. Definitely achieved that effect. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, <laughs> obviously Lindsay's wardrobe is pretty conservative, button-up. Um, what is, we're wondering, what is Aaron's wardrobe like, and is there another character on the show that might be a closer match to Aaron's wardrobe? Yeah, it would. I don't dress like Lindsay at all. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, see that now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I pretty much, probably more Katie. Okay. I would, yeah, I would say Katie. Um, I kind of vacillate between, um, like, I own a lot of t-shirts. Um, I don't. I rarely wear skirts, which is hilarious because that's that all I wear. Right. Um, and so I kind of vacillate between like I don't know, tomboy or uh, or what my husband calls like um, a flowy theater teacher. Like a lot of like <laughs> sort of like, bohemian like. Or? Well, yeah, bohemian, flowy, okay. silky. Um, I'm not into the tight like tight skirts, not that Lindsay's were tight, but um, uh, even tight pants, I can maybe like pull off for about four hours and then I'm like, these feel like get me out of these. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely like casual, easy to wear stuff is, uh, as, as long as I'm comfortable and I can eat a lot of food without feeling like I'm being punished by my husband, <laughs> then, then I'm on board. That's my, that's my jam. Nice. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah. I like it. So, what do you think, all the viewers out there, what do you think we're going to remember the most about Lindsay 
And what what do you, Aaron Wade, want us to remember most about Lindsay? Um, I guess, I mean, I hope that you remember um, that even though she was creepy, she was, whenever she showed up on screen, it was maybe a welcome um, relief or a change of okay. tone or pace. Because mm -hmm. I think that was the intention. It's a pretty um, morose, dark show. Yeah. Um, and although uh, Lindsay is not a light, um, light, uh, fear-free character, she does bring kind of like a weird, quirky, uh, funnier tone where it's where it's it's just a little bit of a hopefully a little bit of a relief. Yeah. Um, with the exception of maybe the last few episodes, but um, <laughs> it, like you know, oh here's she, here's Lindsay again. All right, you know, so it should be a little bit of gives people a breather and something different, and hopefully that they just really enjoyed um, every time she came on screen, wondering what she was going to do. Right. Um, and then if 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 I can like if I can hope beyond that, it would be awesome if there was always in the back of your mind like her ability to maybe still like creep out from around the corner. Like, you know, like if she lingers enough that you're worried that she could, like we saw her dead, we're pretty sure she's dead, but she could still be out there. That that would be awesome because it just means that she, that, I, that we tapped into something that's not sure. really human. Mm -hmm. And that would be, that would be pretty cool. Um, One of my favorite moments um, was when, um, Will opens the door and the way she says, Mr. Bowman. It was just, I love that because she's always in control and yes. know, has a routine and rigid and very polite and specific and the way she speaks. And it just, there was so much emotion. I was like, she's really happy to see him. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. It was an, I mean, talking about shifting the mood, you know, they're going to the door thinking there's some threat at the door and it's just happy, you know. Lindsay. Yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, and, and actually that's funny that you bring that because I know one of your questions um, has to do with um, memories on set and uh, that was, I don't remember what episode that was, but I feel like it was fairly early on um, in me being back at the Bowman household and so it was one of the first days that I shot with um, Josh again. And okay, yeah. so, um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, and they had just finished shooting like that day. I think they had shot, oh gosh, something really depressing. He had, he had shot some kind of scene where both he and Katie were like having to kill somebody or that he had killed someone at work. I can't remember, but it was a, it was a rough day, like a dark mm -hmm. acting day. Right. And so I came in halfway through the day and that was the scene we shot. And we, <laughs> we had to do a lot of takes because the first time he opened the door um, and I was like, Mr. Bowman, he, we lo everyone lost it. Cause he lost it because he was like, this is, I can't, like, can we do it again? I can't, I can't. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Juan, who I think was directing that episode, he was like, he was like, maybe bring the enthusiasm down, like, just a little bit, because I was, so big and uh and i was coming in and i was like shaking his hand yeah and, um and so it took everybody it was great to be like the, it had been a really hard day and you could tell 
it was a nice, I was always able to be the one that kind of brought a little bit right. of um, lightheartedness to mm -hmm. the set um, awesome. for like Katie and Will's characters, but for Josh and Sarah, um, they were just like, oh, thank God it's a Lindsay scene. Okay, great. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like a nice, um, but I, it took awesome. a little while to get that scene done because everybody was just, Josh in particular, he just couldn't keep his. That's awesome. It was yeah. definitely fun. <laughs> okay. Um, now that Lindsay is gone and but Aaron's still here, who are you rooting for uh, in the show, The Resistance or The Occupation? Oh, uh, definitely uh, The Resistance. I mean, all the way. You have to go Resistance. However, uh, I love, I know, I love, um, <laughs> I love Peter Jacobson, and um, I'm hoping that maybe he'll switch sides, and then I can be, then he can be part of the people I'm voting for because he's the only reason where I'm like, oh, because he's the sweetest man, <laughs> and um, and just so much fun. Yeah. Uh, right. But uh, but yeah, you gotta go resistance because uh, because they're the cool underground, you know, sure. rebellious group. Jay, you're not gonna like they're this cool with group. your. Proxy Snyder roleplay, but I think most people are truly you know, rooting for the I don't, resistance. I it's don't just, care. I, I used to like Erin a few minutes ago, but now I, I can barely remember her name. My theory, my theory is that anybody who's pulling for the collaboration, for pulling for the authority, is just because it's so much fun to play that and pretend that, you know. 100%. So, that's my theory. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you have next, Jay? So, you know, we, we have to miss you now. What's what's next for you? You got any projects coming up? Anything we can look for down the pike? What you got going on? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be on um, an episode of Bones. That's coming Bones. up, uh, I think, in March this month at some point. I don't remember when or what episode number i think it's like episode number nine maybe um and then i am doing um an episode of ncis la that i'm actually shooting next week and um, so that's most recent um mm -hmm. shooting currently okay and then there's a project that's coming out on hulu um in uh april called the handmaid's tale i'm totally interested in that that's awesome yeah it's really it's it's the one i'm most excited about no offense to the other ones but um it's really cool in the i mean if anybody's a fan of colony the, this will totally be your jam um but it's beautifully shot and it's a really mm -hmm. important cool story and uh i have a part at the towards the end of the season and if knock on wood um it gets brought back for season two then it would be a recurring a more oh, recurring so. character and Very that's nice. really excited about because it's a project that I that I'm really passionate about. So, mm -hmm. um, that's all at the moment, and it's it's pilot season. So, right, you know, we're we're um, auditioning a lot and hoping for you know a more. I get I do guest spots a lot, but hoping for that next steady gig is sure. what I'm working on right now. So, yeah, I think well, I we're saw a trailer for, for the Handmaid's Tale Thanks. probably like back in January or something for the Handmaid's Tale, and it caught my attention right away. Like, oh, this looks so good. And then I saw it was April, right? I think is when it comes out. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's so long to wait. But yeah, it hooked me in right away. So it's really cool. Yeah, they, they ran a big ad during the Super Bowl, there you um, go, which man. was super exciting. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 And um, so 
uh, yeah, it's a really, really cool project with great people in it and um, not uh, family appropriate. I will say that right. Colony is. <laughs> and Tale is not, think HBO kind of right. level right. content. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it should be really, really, really cool. Um, the man, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show that I did, Alphas, but um, the guy who, it's a sci-fi show, that was on for a couple seasons, and the guy that wrote and um, ran that show, the second season, uh, is in charge of The Handmaid's Tale. And he's, okay. he's a really great guy and very, very talented. So um, hopefully it'll work out and cool. bring it back. Yeah, nice. let's hope. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, Jay, should we, um, should we throw our little game at her, or do you have something else first? No, go go ahead and throw the okay. game at her. Okay. Go ahead. We're we we interviewed um, <laughs> Jacob Buster a few weeks ago, and we did a game with him where we just gave him sort of random situations, and he had to pick either Sarah or Josh to either do okay. that activity with, or who would be the best at that. You know, to answer um, as his answer to the question. Okay. So what we decided to do with you, you're going to answer as Aaron, but you're still okay. going to be like a tutor or a teacher type person. Okay, so you okay. got to imagine that in real life, and then we're going to have okay. you answer. With Gracie or Charlie, with their character, not not the actual kids themselves. So totally. okay. Um, okay, okay. So you're the teacher, the tutor. You need one of the kids to wash your car. Gracie or Charlie? Oh, Gracie. Okay, all the way. <laughs> Charlie would leave halfway through and eat chips or something. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. Okay. No offense, Jacob, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he care. certainly would. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with that in mind, you need one of the kids to get your lunch from the cafeteria. Gracie or Charlie? You know, again, Charlie would make the better food choices, but he would probably eat them. <laughs> half, like half of them before bringing them back. Yeah. And so that's also, one. that's a tough one. Um, yeah, no, I think responsibility-wise, I'm still going to have to go Gracie because I could make requests and she would actually, like, she would obey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. It's it's the end of the school year. Uh, who's going to bring the best teacher gift? Ooh. Racy or Charlie? Hmm. You know, I think I would have to go with Charlie with that one, only because I think Gracie would do something very like um, expected. Mm-hmm. Like an apple or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Charlie would probably like do something much more creative. It might be super weird and random, but it would be interesting. It would be interesting. Uh, yeah, so I have to go Charlie on that one. Okay, so you need a student to sort of help mentor another student that's struggling with academics or something. So you need a helper to facilitate that. Who are you going to pick to help, Gracie or Charlie? Uh oh, Gracie. Because Charlie doesn't really seem to have much interest in anything academic, as in my limited experience, <laughs> recreational activities or PE, maybe, but not yeah. no. That's too funny. All right, just a few more. Let's see. It's uh-huh. the end of the year, uh, coming up on a holiday. You get to watch a movie that day in class. You need one kid gets to pick the movie, Gracie or Charlie. Oh. Uh, I feel bad, but 
Yeah, you got to do Gracie because you know that Charlie's going to pick something like the collection or something. something That the movie would start and I'd have to throw my body in front of the screen and be like, don't look, children. Like it would be, and it would do it just to get that reaction. Yeah. That was a good tie in. I like it. Okay. Um, You need to select a hall monitor, Gracie or Charlie. No, Gracie. Yeah. Charlie is losing this game. (laughs) No, Gracie, because she would tell me she would just, she would get everybody in trouble. She wouldn't hesitate to paddle. Okay. Got it. All right. I should have added one in here who, you know, needs someone to bounce a ball. That surely, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But the last one is, the last one is you're doing um, a class play. Who are you more likely to um, pick for the lead in the class play, Gracie or Charlie? Actually, I think Charlie could be a good pick only because I think he's probably pretty good at mimicry and and becoming other people. Uh, mm-hmm. He seems to have that chameleon quality. So, yeah, Charlie, I would I would probably go with for that. Okay, one. very cool. Do you have anything for that, Jay? Or no, I just had a, a quick question about the kids because from from all the interviews or times that I've gotten to chat with some people from the show, they've kind of said what you were saying earlier, how the cast is great, the crew is great, everybody's just a real good team. And yeah. in the past, you you know, you heard about movies or television shows where there were child actors and people didn't maybe enjoy working with the child actors or whatever, but it really seemed like, especially because you were always with Gracie and now towards you know, the last bunch of episodes, Charlie was really there with you. What What's your opinion of those guys as, as young and upcoming actors? Yeah, I was kind of, honestly, you know, I think everybody can sometimes have mixed feelings when they get the news that they're going to be working mostly with children and not adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it can always be a little like, oh, okay. Um, because you never know exactly what you're going to sure. encounter and get. Um, but I think the thing that made those, both of those kids, you know, all three, even the, the little one that, um, that played, uh, the, the cousin, Hudson. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Hudson earlier, um, who's just a doll, um, they were all, um, kind of exceptionally focused and well-behaved, and I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that pretty much one for one, all of them really wanted to be there, right. um, uh, you could tell that they had made the decision. This is what they wanted to do, and um, uh, you know, Jacob came all the way. They live in Utah, and um, he his mother came out with him. Um, so he made the choice to you know come and leave his friends at school, and because he really loved this is what he loves to do. And um, you could tell that they really wanted to be there. Now, obviously, they're kids, so they get bored sometimes or whatever. <laughs> sure. their, 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 their ability to focus for long periods is a little less, but not in any, like, they, I never saw them in a bad mood or, or throw a fit or um, they were always just down to be there and so sweet. I think um, Isabella, yeah, Isabella was the one that really kind of make, made me cry saying goodbye. She was the one that came yeah. up and had tears and was and said she's going to miss me and and um 
And so, and I'm, and you know, and we got to see each other at the wrap party and stuff and to see all of those little ones. It was really cool to see them all. And they're just, awesome. they're just the sweetest kids and they have great parents and, um, and they're very, very talented. So, um, awesome. I think that has a lot to do with it. If it's not the, sure. the, the parent that's forcing them to be there, it's right. them right. That's wanting to be there. Right. Um, that really has a lot to do with it. And, uh, yeah, they're just, they're great. And, um, they got really lucky with that casting because they've got a great team. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. What about working with Minnie? Did you have any scenes with Minnie the dog? Have you have you worked <laughs> with animals before? We, <laughs> yeah. The do- Did you notice the dog like stopped? Like all Showing of a sudden up? there wasn't that much dog? I yes. Know. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, you went on one of those walks but, and didn't come back. Or he rather. Yeah, like it, the, the dog became less and less a figure in the household, and I think that was just um, they couldn't. I think they were having trouble finding a dog that wasn't distracting and um, and would just kind of lay there. Um, so I only had a couple scenes with the dog actually, um, okay. and he was usually just laying. Um, but I think they just figured it was too much work to make it worth it. Yeah. So who's to say where the dog went in the last episode? I mean, did the dog? Right. Let's there, not talk there actually about has it. been a little Twitter buzz about that. There have been a few questions. Did the I dog know. make it? You know. So hmm, you we'll know, I think I think the hope was that people would just like forget, but that's, that's usually not a good thing to bet on. So, um, so I'm just gonna say that the dog. You know, ran away in the gunfire, and then he's with somebody in the occupation in the green zone or something. There you <laughs> Living go. the good life. There okay. you go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go, go with that too. The green. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, and we're gonna we're gonna be following you on Twitter, so keeping up with you. So I hope that's cool with you. Yes, and I I will be bombarding Ryan Condo until <laughs> he brings you back as a. Cyborg, or maybe Lindsay had a twin sister, Becky, who Ooh, was training to yeah. be in the greatest day. Okay, right, so Jay. Jay, she Absolutely. has a twin, but she doesn't know because she went through. Maybe she went through focus. Right, right. You know, <laughs> there are so many things. I mean, you could you could have hit on something gold right there because <laughs> maybe all have we seen any other tutors? That's right. the question. Do they right. all just look like Lindsay? She's cloned. Right. Oh, see, I like it. We're, we're getting Love you back, it. girl. We're getting you back. Well, one way or another. I want to come out of one of those pod things and call <laughs> Lindsay. Mine is life. I don't know that you want to come out of one of those pods. And all the green screen stuff that comes out, maybe not. I thought she was released early, though, that chick. So maybe, like, I mean, that's true. That's if you're released true. on time, it's very oh, it's yeah. much violent. Right. Exactly. To say. But uh, but thank you. I will do that. I will be tweeting the picture um, of Sarah and yes. Juan around my dead body. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think everybody will enjoy that. And uh, sure. keep me posted on uh, what you guys are up to. And sure. we'll, we'll chat on, on Twitter for sure. All for right. sure. Thanks, Aaron. You're awesome. Of course. Have a good Sunday, you guys. Bye. You Appreciate too. It. Take care. We're going to leave you with some music from Moon. Their song titled I Got a Fever, which was featured in episode five of season one on Colony. You can find Moon on iTunes, so check them out. Enjoy the music. So you think you want me? Do you think you 